happy Friday to you, especially a Friday, leading us into some beautiful, finally spring-feeling weather here in the city. Uh, going to be exciting because it's going to be warm. Also going to be exciting because it's Game 6 happening on Saturday. We know now the time of that game. Going to be an 8 o'clock puck drop, so you can plan around it. Uh, and it's going to be, obviously, a big chance for the Oilers to get that fourth win and then move on to the second round. So a lot of pressure on this one. We're talking about it right now with Cam Moon, who does play-by-play for the Edmonton Oilers, Oilers Radio Network, and is a panelist for Oilers Plus. Cam, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Doing very well. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm so I'm so excited now to sort of get back into the playoff mindset. It, this this break has felt like it's been too long. I'm ready to get back into it. This is a strange pace for playoffs right now. Like, let's go. Yeah, I agree. It's very rare that yeah. you go three straight game, days without a game in the middle of a series. At the end of a series, sure. But, yeah. Yeah, but we it, need to... This, we need to see where this is going to go. The suspense, I think, is killing us. And obviously, you know, the Oilers are feeling that pressure too. You could look at this a few different ways and say that the break has been good, has been good for them, or that maybe it would have derailed momentum. How do you how do you look at what this break has potentially done for the team? Well, I'd like to look at it glass half full. So I would say that it's it's beneficial in that for all the bumps and bruises that you have in a hard-fought previous five games, of which there would be significant on both sides of the ledger, it gives them an opportunity to reset. It also gives them an opportunity to recharge. The unfortunate part is Edmonton played extremely well in that last game in this series and and so well that you would have loved to have played like the next night. And I'm sure the players would have loved to have played the next night after uh, the 6-3 win. So uh, there's nothing you can do about it. It's the same for both teams. So it's not like, uh, you know, somebody gets an advantage out of this because I don't think they do. But I I know that... uh, that Los Angeles is probably going to give their best performance to date in the series tomorrow with their backs against the wall. I would expect that from them. It's a good team. There's, there's depth there. They, they play, um, you know, for the most part have tried to play a, a suffocating style against Edmonton. I, it's been at times effective, although I think Edmonton's carried the five on five play for the most part. And then the power play of the Oilers is unbelievable. Yeah. Eight for 14, which is hard to even fathom that it's been that good, but I guess we'll see tomorrow night, but I would expect uh, a full out effort from the Kings being on the brink of elimination. What about um, who's going to be in net for the Kings? The goalie was pulled in game five. So do you think that uh, it's just going to be their regular lineup again tomorrow? Yeah, I'd be stunned if Phoenix Copley, who mopped up the other night, gets the start. I just, they traded for Jonas Corposalo, uh to be their guy or at least, you know, compete for that. And he, and he has been, and he's played very well in this series for the most part, I think that that overtime goal uh, that Zach Hyman scored, he'd probably like to have back, and, and it probably wasn't his best game in Game Five. But I, I you know, Phoenix Copley doesn't have a lot of experience at the NHL level, and and his first experience of playoff hockey was last game when he came in and, and played. So it's not like you've got a, a proven veteran on the bench ready to go like the Oilers do with Jack Campbell who came in and, and you know, absolutely 
saved the day in game four of this series. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be uh, Jonas Corposalo. Uh, we just heard uh, a clip from Brendan Escott. He played it uh, when we just checked in and did sports a few minutes ago, hearing from Jay Woodcroft and talking about the fact that it, this sounds like a really confident team. It feels like the Oilers feel you know, really secure going into game six. There's no reason to believe that we couldn't secure that win and then move on to round two. That's what we're all hoping for. But there is still another opportunity, Cam. It doesn't all ride on tomorrow. No, you're right. I mean, if it goes to Game 7, it goes to Game 7. But what I think Jay is is speaking of is the fact that you know, this is a group of players that went to the third round last year. Not this entire, you know, not the exact entire group, but the vast majority. They had ups and downs of last year. They they were down three games to the Los Angeles in the first round, came back to win in seven. They dealt with a 9-6 loss in Game 1 to Calgary, and we're losing in Game 2 to Calgary, and then came back to win that series in 5. So the fact that this team has been through what they've been through the last couple of years, regular season and playoffs, and the fact that this isn't a team loaded with rookies that uh, haven't been through the ups and downs, and I think there's a confidence in having the experience of this team Mm -hmm. and and knowing how good your opponent is and the kings they went two and two in the regular season and they're only up three two in this series so there's not a big difference between the two clubs in fact there's only five points separating the two clubs in the regular season so yeah but i think what jay means is the this team has the uh the the benefit of the experience of these stanley cup playoff games so and now when you can rely on that, it helps. We're we're all sort of anticipating as fans that this is going to look like Oilers versus the Golden Knights in round two, but uh, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but they no. are, of course, the first team that's moving on, right? Let's talk about some of the other um, the other teams in the league right now and how and how close it is and what we could find out in the next couple of days of who could potentially move on. Oh, yeah, and we can find out some stuff tonight, too. So Boston's playing Florida. Boston's up 3-2 in that series. They've outplayed Florida, but Florida's been hanging around. So it's just going to be a little bit concerning, I would think, but I expect Boston to win. Uh, Dallas plays in uh, Minnesota tonight, and that series has Dallas up 3-2. Anytime you got a guy like Jake Ottinger in goal, I think you've got a pretty good chance. My money would be on the Dallas Stars. Uh, also tonight, uh, Carolina taking on the Islanders. Carolina is a you know, pretty heavy favorite in that series, but the Islanders are able to squeeze out a couple of wins. It'll be a raucous atmosphere on the island tonight. Uh, Carolina probably has the better squad. The one that has just stymied me is how good New Jersey's been. They were down 2 nothing to the Rangers. The Rangers looked all-world in the first two games. And, and now the Rangers couldn't have looked worse, worse as uh, New Jersey's won three in a row. They've got a young team. They're fast and they're fun to watch. So yeah, that's been an interesting series. And tonight, Seattle's got an opportunity to take out Colorado, which to me is, is a significant upset, but good on Seattle. They've got uh, 13 different players with at least a goal and only a couple that have two and nobody that has more than that. So wow. They've spread it out and they've been good. Wow. Okay. Lots to watch, Cam. Thank you so much for checking in. Really appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks, Chelsea. Of course. Take care. Cam Moon does play-by-play for the Edmonton Oilers, Oilers Radio Network, and is, of course, a panelist for Oilers Plus, talking about Game 6 tomorrow.